Welcome to Real World Talk, a podcast that brings together healthcare leaders to discuss the importance of real world data in accelerating drug development and improving cancer care. Real World Talk is brought to you by CODA, a company that combines oncology expertise with advanced technology and analytics to create clarity from fragmented and often inaccessible real world data. Hi, welcome to Real World Talk. Today is a special episode, and we're excited to have Maruna Sasu on the show. Maruna is the brand new president and CEO of CODA. Maruna has been in life sciences for over 20 years and is now passionate about using real-world data to inform drug development, effective treatment, and decisions at the patient's point of care. Maruna, we're certainly excited about you leading the company, but tell us what you're most excited about with your new role. So what am I most excited about in being the, the new CEO of CODA? Well, there's lots to be excited about. Uh, when I joined CODA, I was really excited about making a difference in oncology patient care. And CODA is actually built on, on a lot of the backbone for that. But the people here are so mission-oriented. The people here are all in this for the same reason, which is making a difference in a patient's life and extending a patient's life. In addition to that, and me personally, and the way I got here is I really believe in the potential of real world data helping to push advancements in drug development as well as clinical care and, uh, and really get to the place where, where real world data is helping to cure cancer. And where does your passion come from? Why are you so passionate about helping oncology patients and making a difference in their lives? Let me talk a little bit about why I am so passionate about oncology patients and making a difference in their lives and this industry as a whole. Part of this is the reason that my grandfather actually was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer when I was very young. We had just moved to the United States. My mother and I had immigrated here and he was such a big part of my life. When his diagnosis happened, we all, you know, thought that this was going to be uh, in incredibly impactful to our lives. And so he was given three months to live. And uh, very quickly afterwards, we had the opportunity to enter him into a clinical trial at the time. This was a clinical trial that Bristol-Myers-Squibb was running. We had entered him in that trial. And immediately after that, probably six months into his treatment, he went into remission, which is an incredible, incredible thing in stage four lung cancer. And um, when that happened, I had a revolution in my mind. I said to myself, I really want to make that happen for other people. I want to be part of this incredible industry that is saving people's lives. It happened for me and I'd like to do it for others as well. So you actually worked in food and safety after graduate school. So what has your career path been like before getting into life sciences and joining CODA? I started out with a passion for healthcare very early. I went to graduate school. I uh, have my doctorate degree in biology and one in statistics. And I actually went and worked in food safety for a while because I'm really passionate about, about health in general. And uh, after working in food safety and after the event that happened with my grandfather and his diagnosis, 
and then his eventually him going into remission, I realized I want to work in the life sciences industry. I want to really be hands-on to help push the industry in, in a way to get us closer to, to a cure for, for cancer. And so I ended up working for Bristol-Myers Squibb after my stint in, in the federal government in food safety. And there I started in the biostatistics department. So I was able to work a lot with data, clinical trial data, a little bit with real world data. And then after that, I started really thinking about how can we use patient data to help and push the, the drug development process along in a much faster way to not only reduce the burden on clinical trial patients, but also to use databases instead of patients to be able to push these drugs to the market faster. And that is when we, I started working with companies like Coda. And I worked with many of Coda's competitors, but also many other companies to incubate them, to get them to a place where we, where we actually built this marketplace. We built this area where, where drug development companies, life science companies, as well as clinical providers can really use data to make decisions on how to push drugs forward in the market to save patients' lives and to also use that data at the clinical point of care. And in addition to that, so after I uh, did this work at Bristol-Myers, I went to Johnson & Johnson. And at Johnson & Johnson, I worked even more specifically in a more focused area on clinical trials. I was the head of uh, clinical trial feasibility and data science there. And I really started working on accelerating trials through real-world data and using real-world data to make sure that, there, that we have a diverse population in clinical trials and that we're going to the right sites and the right patients at the right time for them in their clinical pathway. And then I came to CODA. So my path and my journey with life science companies came to an end. I came to CODA to really make uh, a difference and, and infuse this data into life science companies and also into the provider space as well. So we've seen other industry leaders refer to you as a pioneer in this space. What are your thoughts on that? So yes, I have been called a pioneer in this space. I'm often very humbled to, to hear this. I felt uh, when I was working within the life science industry that I was just uh, doing my part to push um, to push clinical trials and, and using real-world data in discovery and clinical trial management and, and development, as well as uh, commercialization, you know, I felt that that was just a part of what we all should be doing. So I appreciate uh, being called a pioneer in this space. But I think part of the reason folks refer to me in this way is that I have worked with almost every company that you see out there in the industry on uh, on real world data products and real world data and and evidence as we have used those terms in the past to to understand and really push into the process of drug development so um very very early in my career with bristol myers squibb i i was able to um work on uh several different product development life cycles and not only with Bristol-Myers Squibb, but also with other companies that produce real-world data so that we could put that real-world data on external controls within the clinical trials. 
And those were some of the very first times that had happened. That That is not something I realized at the time, to be perfectly honest. But uh, But I really went about this process in terms of scaling that. So we had a couple of pilots there. We had a couple of uh, really great POCs. And then from there, I what I my goal was, and I think we had we did actually do this um, across it, within Bristol Myers Squibb as well as J and J. But my goal was to really make that a part of the bloodline of of the life science company to to make sure that everybody was looking at real world data and databases before we actually started trials. And so um, I think maybe some of that stuck around, and uh, the industry grew because of it. Um, we incubated several companies um, with uh, with just not just strategy, but also product development around the space. And uh, so I, I do like to think of myself as someone who has had a, a somewhat of a contribution into building this uh, this industry in real world data and evidence as well. With your new role, there are probably a lot of things on your initial priority list. But what are you focused on right away? First and foremost, we are educators. CODA has to educate everyone, the whole ecosystem, in what real-world data can actually do and what real-world evidence can be used for. And I can tell you right now, there are two areas that I'm very passionate about, as you've heard me talk about before. One is drug development, so pushing real-world data and, and making sure that we're interrogating real-world data databases instead of burdening patients on clinical trials and the like. And that is one area where I feel real-world data can be used in the whole process of drug development, from discovery and clinical genomics data to clinical trials and using data for patient finding and patient matching to the clinical trials to post-marketing commercialization use cases where we're looking for adherence patterns and we're looking for how, how well patients are doing in the real world on the actual products. So that is the life sciences portion of, uh, of how real world data can be used. I would like for CODA to continue doing what we are doing in that space and amplifying that message and developing more data products and more flexible products and curating even better data and more data to make those uh, records available for research that we just talked through. The second part of this is become a partner across the ecosystem. So not just in life sciences, but also in the healthcare provider space. I think there have been many instances where um, where drug drug developers have used real world data, and some instances in which healthcare providers have used real-world data, we would like to partner with our healthcare providers to help them get that data into a usable form in a much quicker way at their fingertips at the point of care. So when they're seeing that patient to really interrogate databases to say, hey, what have other patients been placed on? And can I do the same thing so I can extend my patient's life and I can extend uh, the quality of their life and better the quality of their life as well. So these are just parts of what I think CODA can do is essentially educate, continue to educate, but also build products and build flexibility in our services 
to become even, an even better partner and a true partner, an extension of the arm of these um, great organizations that are doing this great work. So if we look ahead to the future, what does cancer care look like in 10 years from drug development all the way to the clinic? If you ask me, everything should be automated in terms of using real world data, using clinical trial data, using other types of data that surround the patient. I think all of this should be in a system at the, for example, the drug developers uh, on the drug developer side that can be interrogated at a moment's notice to always be using all the data at our fingertips to figure out which drugs to develop for specific biomarkers for the specific patient and how to develop those drugs, which sites that are, are recruiting the patients that we need, which patients, so understanding the population, making sure that the population of patients is diverse so that we can get away from the idea that, hey, these are not actually real-world patients. These are, these are clinical trial patients, essentially. And at the end of the process, where the patient themselves actually gets access to this data and they understand what, what other patients like them look like and what they have gone through and really understanding their, the journey through oncology and where they can go with their diagnosis and, and potentially the extension of their life. In addition to that, on the clinical, on the, uh, clinical side, on the provider side, what we'd like is to surround the medical professionals with information. And that information comes from real-world data. That information comes from analytics on the real-world data. But what the ideal would be in, say, 10, 10 years is that the doctors and the, and the clinical professionals would have access to a very easy way to understand the patient, the population, and the analytics around that, and be able to ask questions real time. So I'm hoping that eventually we have the ability to answer questions um, in near real time, utilizing real world data, and really equipping and arming clinical professionals to get those patients on the best treatments at the best time in their journey so that they can extend and, and better their lives. And before we end the episode, what can you tell us about your free time? You know, when you're not busy being the CEO of CODA. I have a wonderful family. Um, I live uh, with my husband and my son, my eight-month-old son, with uh, a, a very large Newfoundland dog and three cats. <laughs> um, and we live on an extended property. I love to garden. Um, we have uh, a, a garden in the back of our yard. I love to grow tomatoes and peppers and lettuce and lots of lovely things that some rabbits enjoy from time to time. And maybe sometimes we get some from our own kitchen. Other than that, I love exercising and running and I love travel, uh, which we haven't been able to do for a little bit of time, but hopefully in the next while we'll be able to, to um, continue traveling the world. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode of Real World Talk. We'll see you again soon. 
thank you for joining us on this episode of Real World Talk. For more episodes and to understand how we can all bring clarity to cancer care using real-world data, please visit us at CodaHealthcare.com. We look forward to having you next time on Real World Talk. Thank you.